Welcome back, Kingdom. Welcome back to Kingdom Sisters Radio. Guys, we made it to another year. This is going to be the first episode of season two. And so one of the things that we wanted to make sure that we address is something that is going to be a real focal point for this year. Uh, It's something that we all should be doing. Uh, I feel like it's very essential and highly important. And it's, it's, you know, it's what I love. So anyway, before we get started on that, we have to introduce ourselves. Last podcast, I noticed that we did it. <laughs> I feel like y'all should know us by now, though. But I mean, we still got to introduce ourselves. So I'm your girl, Myra. I'm Skaya. And I'm KC. And today we're going to be talking about prayer. And it's just going to be very open. We oftentimes get different things. So we're just going to be speaking from our very own um perspectives of of course aligning with the word of god um, in our personal experiences as well but before we get started i want to know how you guys have been doing out there i hope everything is going well if there's any prayer requests if there's anything that you're going through and you want to share it with us if there's any podcast topics that you wish for us to address we want to hear from you so connect with us at connect at kingdomsistersradio.com um you can also uh, shoot us a message on Facebook and on Instagram. My One of my New Year's resolutions, it's, it's one of my goals actually, is to do more interactive things on our social media platforms. So I will uh, challenge myself to do that. And so with that being said, just, just hit, let us know. Let us know, uh, Kingdom. And so I want our very own Casey to talk about why she felt led to want us to speak about this topic. I feel like it's very timely, but she brought up the topic. So go ahead, Casey. Okay. So prayer came to mind because not only is prayer powerful, it's one of our weapons. And I feel like we should um, be fully equipped, especially in this season, with the knowledge of prayer. And not only prayer, um, our prayer language And that was the thing that came to mind was more like a prayer language um, and how we pray. Like, how are you praying? Mm -hmm. Um, And I was thinking about being fully submitted to to the will of God Mm -hmm. in prayer. And that's Mm -hmm. very important because I do notice that when I became fully submitted to the will of God, my prayer language changed as well. Mm -hmm. Um, My prayers were less selfish. and more in submission of God and the body of Christ. And what am I asking for? Is it just going to benefit me or is it going to benefit other people as well? So Mm -hmm. I thought that was very important. And I'm just thinking about God and him knowing us. Like he's an all knowing God. He knows the beginning from the end. Um, Before he formed you, he knew you. Um, And before he formed you in your mother's womb, he knew you. And he anointed you and consecrated you before you even were in existence. So knowing this, these things, he knows everything about your life. So when we pray, God knows everything. So sometimes we go to God with prayer and we're like, well, I want this to happen. I want this to happen. I want this to happen. Some of the things we pray for um, might be in the will of God and some of the things probably aren't in the will of God. And then you're going to be 
looking for those prayers to be answered. But if it's not aligned with the will of God, it won't be done. And a lot of times when people are beginning to pray and they're asking God for things, I'm like, God doesn't answer my prayers. Maybe it's because you're not asking for the right things. Maybe you're asking for things that are just going to be self-benefiting for you and not in submission of what God really wants for you, you in your life. Because mm-hmm. sometimes God just wants us to ask for the thing he wants to bless us for in the first place. And I was thinking about the story of Hannah. And she, so she was like the second wife. And the first wife had children. And she didn't have any children. And she would go pray. And, and this bothered her spirit because she really wanted a son. So she would pray um, all times of the day, you know praying and praying and praying and then she began to ask God for the son and she said that she would give the son to God if he blessed her with the son and then God did go ahead and bless her with um, a son and she honored what she said you know to God about giving her son up to God so that he would serve her for the rest of his life so after she finished you know weaning him off of her, her milk and stuff she gave the child up to um, basically the temple to be under the priesthood so that he would serve God. And every year her and her husband would go visit him and she would bring him um, like a robe. It's like a sleeveless robe. Uh-huh. Yeah, ephod. And then he, she would bring it every year, not knowing how much her son has grown, but she would bring it so she would make it a little bit bigger every year just so even if he didn't fit into it yet he would grow into it so she would bring it every year um, to visit her son and and things like that but when her prayer language begins to be like she just didn't want a kid but she was saying lord if you give me this child i will offer him to you so that he may serve you that was like a selfless prayer in a way, because she was like, not only do I want the son, but I'm willing to, I'm giving the child to you so he could serve the Lord for the rest of his life. And that's, I feel like that made it less selfish because not only is she saying that she wants this child, but she's willing to go ahead and send this child off so that he would be in service of the Lord. And so her prayers were granted, I feel like, because it not because it became less of a selfish prayer and more of a prayer like, Lord, how can I serve you with this, you know, request that I'm requesting as well. And um, I was thinking about the robe and how she, every year she would bring the robe and not only not knowing that whatever size he was, he probably wouldn't be able to fit in it, but just making it a little bit bigger so that eventually he would be able to step in this robe. And I feel like in our prayer lives, we, um, pray for things that not only we might not have stepped into yet, but eventually we'll be able to fit in that, that robe, you know? So we're praying for things that are not seen at that time, but we'll grow into them. Like as a person, we're always growing every day and every day, and we should be growing um, spiritually every day. And I was just thinking about that. And I thought about um, James three, when you ask you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. It's an, it, it's so easy for my prayers to become selfish. 
So I was looking at that and I was thinking a lot of times our prayers don't get answered because they are selfish prayers. But when we begin to pray, not only for ourselves, but for other people in the body of Christ, then we see that God begins to answer our prayers because they are more aligned with his will for our lives. Mm -hmm. I completely understand what you're saying. And I, I agree with you as well. We should always want God's will to be done and our prayers um, should always be for that. And I've, but I also feel like um, sometimes when people are just beginning to get into prayer, their first thought is themselves. And it's not like, um, it's, it's not a place for you to stay, but it's a place that you can grow from. Because at the very beginning of me developing a real relationship with God, my prayer life at the beginning was very selfish. I, I, you know, I was just trying to make sure that I, that I was okay, you know, um, because, and, and this, I want to make sure I word this correctly because it, it wasn't necessarily, it was like self-centered. Like I was focused on me getting right. And I wanted to make sure that I was right. And then eventually I started to see that I shouldn't just be praying for for me and for what I desire, like my my heart's desire. Because in all honesty, the things that we want sometimes, oftentimes <laughs> don't align with what God's plans are for that specific thing. So, but I was like focused. I was like, this is what I want, Lord. Please bless me with this, Lord. Guide me in this, Lord. And I had kind of very kind of selfish prayers, but that's where I started. So for the kingdom for some of our listeners who are, you know, who is listening to this podcast, sometimes you start there, but oftentimes you don't stay there because as your relationship gets more developed, you'll find yourself branching off and praying for things that you, you were like, why did I, that came from nowhere? Why did I begin to pray for that? And it's because uh, the Holy Spirit is guiding you to pray for the right things, um, to the things that are aligning with God's will. And so eventually it will start to be that way. If you're just starting and you're finding yourself praying those selfish quote unquote prayers, um, eventually, oftentimes as your relationship develops, like I said, it starts to develop into other things. And it really is like a tree growing because it's like, you get like a, a little, like a branch starts to grow. And then all of a sudden a leaf blooms on, on the branches. And then all of a sudden more things begin to grow on that tree. And it's like, I feel like prayer lives can be, can be like that. As you're praying, you can be built up as well. And so you'll find yourself um, not just praying for selfish reasons, but you're praying because you know that you can, your leaves can become, fertilizer in the bigger plan of God. So um, I think about that as well. So if you, if you, some people feel any conviction <laughs> about your selfish prayers, you know, sometimes we stay there, we start there, but we don't, we don't just stay there as well. Right. No, I agree. 
you know, like I said earlier, I used to have selfish prayers. And honestly, um, I felt like I noticed the difference when I would pray for other people. And I'm like, Lord, when I pray for other people, I see you show up. Like, <laughs> what about my prayer? <laughs> and that's what I noticed, really, that, like, mm. I started to think about selfish prayers. I'm like, what am I actually praying for, you know? Because yeah. I see you moving on behalf when I'm praying for other people because that is a selfless prayer because I'm thinking about someone else. And when I notice that, I'm like, maybe I need to think about my prayer language when I pray. It's not that you're not, like, paying attention to me. It's just I'm asking for the wrong things for the wrong reason. Mm. Yeah. Um, I That just brings me to a story, like, when I was in college and stuff. And it's so funny because my husband always tells me, God always answers your prayers. And I would get, like, an immediate response. Like, it's, it's quick. Like either I would get like peace on that thing until I get the the full picture or um, the picture that God actually wants me to see, or um, I would get a response about that particular thing right then in the moment and I would share it with my husband and then we wait for it to come to fruition and comes to fruition. And so um, he was like, you know, God always answers your prayers. And I was like, well, it's not because I'm more righteous. It's not because I'm more holy. And I was just thinking about that. And I was like, how do I pray? And um, thinking about, as you're saying, Casey, your prayer language. And I was like, how do I pray? And I remember in college um, when I needed some clothes. I think I kind of talked about this story a little bit. But I remember in college, I needed some clothes. And um, I was sewing up my jeans because they had ripped. And I was like, Lord, I really need some clothes. And because it's not like I didn't pray for things for myself. But um I needed some clothes. And so I was praying, you know, I was like, Lord, if it's your will, um, may you bless me with the funds so I can buy some clothes. And God most certainly did it. I was able to get a whole new wardrobe. And um, mm. then um, I was also going to Bible study in college as well. And I remember um, I needed some money for some other things. <laughs> and I prayed to God. And I ended up sharing my story in Bible study. And it's just interesting because I remember one young lady was like, you know, I don't understand why um, some people, you see them, they get all of this stuff and all this kind of stuff. And then me, like, I don't get all of this kind of stuff. And it's just like, I don't understand. And like, I was just like, well, you don't know their story, <laughs> you know, like, and I was just talking about a Bible study because that's what came to mind. I don't know what brought that to that girl's attention, but I was mm -hmm. like, you don't know their story. You don't know how often they come, they go to God and pray. You don't know um, how genuinely they come to God. You don't know what they have been through. You don't know their relationship with God. You mm. don't know. And so it's not right for us to try to compare our prayer life with someone else's or our relationship with God with someone, um, another person's relationship with God. It's not right for us to compare those things. Um, and it's important for us to not make assumptions as well, because you don't know someone else's story and you don't know. Um, mm -hmm. And so I was just thinking about that. And I was like, what's, you know, my prayer language. And I remember in church, my pastor would say like, you should always go to God, of course, with thanksgiving and, you know, go boldly before God, go to him with thanksgiving, enter his gates with thanksgiving. And then um, 
pray for other people and then pray for yourself. And so um, that's what I would do. I would enter God's gates with thanksgiving. I would pray for other people. And then I would pray for myself. I'm mm. putting myself last in my prayers. So it wasn't that I didn't pray for things for myself because I did, but I put others before myself. Mm-hmm. So I sought the kingdom, the kingdom yeah. of God, right? right? And so when we're seeking the kingdom of God, we're not only just seeking the things that God wants for his, um, the, the overall things. We're talking about the big, big picture. Oh, I want to do this for the kingdom. But we're also thinking about what he has in store for all of his uh, children, the whole kingdom, their mm-hmm. aspirations, their goals, their desires, their wants, you know? And so I put first the kingdom of heaven and then all of these things will be added unto me. Mm. So um, there's nothing yeah. wrong. And, and, and it's interesting. We're talking about selfish prayers here because I often would pray for other people. And like, like I said, I pray for others first. And I find myself in this season a little bit like, I'm, I'm praying for other people. I'm like, Lord, you know, I used to pray for a lot of other people a whole lot more. And, you know, like that would come to my mind when I pray, I would look Mm -hmm. for people to pray for. I would ask God to show me people to pray for. And lately I hadn't been seeing anybody. And I was like, Lord, I don't understand. Like it feels so uncomfortable for me Mm -hmm. to, to focus so much on myself. I'm like, Lord, I, you know, and I'm like, I, I, I desire to pray for other people, but what's coming to my mind is a lot of things about myself. And, um, and also in this season, God is allowing me to rest. He's making me lie on green pastures. And I'm like, Lord, I feel guilty about lying on these green pastures. Although this is what you said for me to do. I feel guilty about not praying for other people so much. So at this time, putting all of my energy and my effort and my tears, praying for other people in this time. And I'm focusing on myself. Like, is this okay? I feel guilty. And I just kept getting peace. And it's like, it's important for us to understand that God knows our heart. And when I say God knows our heart, you know, some people are like, oh, God knows our heart, right? Um, and they want to go off and do some things they're not supposed to do. But <laughs> I mean, like God knows our heart in the sense that he knows what your desires are, what's most important mm-hmm. to you. And I was like, mm-hmm. Lord, if it's a matter of me getting what I want and like um, my spiritual brothers and sisters and my family getting what they want, I'd rather them get what they want than I. Um, and I was telling God this because that's what was on my mind to pray for myself. And I was like, Lord, I don't understand. So I did pray for myself this time. I prayed for myself first. Um, and then it came to my mind, others. And so I still pray for them, but it was just interesting because I was like, am I being selfish? I was like, I don't want to be selfish, Lord, but I yeah. still had a desire to pray for them and I still pray for them. But sometimes, okay. sometimes we we God will allow us to rest. He will allow us to put our needs um, at the forefront because mm-hmm. he knows who we are as a person. And yeah. I, so I just, and what we need, we're talking about that because I was, I was wondering, I'm like, am, am I being, you know, selfish, but I did pray for everybody. I was staying up late in the midnight hour. And um <laughs> Yeah, but even what you said, because you were saying that you felt guilty because you were praying for yourself, 
But just because you're praying for yourself didn't make it selfish. As long as you were praying, you were still trying to pray for like in align with the will of God. Yeah. You know, it's okay to pray for yourself. You shouldn't feel selfish for that because you still don't, you still have an intent to pray for like, if God lays something on your heart for you to pray for somebody, I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure you're going to pray for that person. Anyways, it's not saying like, Oh, I I just, I'm not praying for anybody today. I'm just going to pray for myself. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You didn't make that up in your mind. It's interesting that you said that you began with Thanksgiving and then, you know, you pray for other people and then you pray for yourself. Um, as, As my relationship began developing, like with God, I noticed that that was kind of like the standard uh, outline for my prayers. I would usually give God thanks. I would thank you for little things. And then I would thank you for the big things. And then I would start praying for people, you know, and I would ask God to send me, you know, people who I needed to pray for. And I would do that. And then I would begin to pray for myself. But it's like, I felt fulfilled in the praying for other people that I began to, you know, the, my prayer for myself was not as, as big. <laughs> it was not as long. I noticed. So, mm-hmm. and then in this season, I'm finding myself resting, you know, praying for myself a bit more because I feel like God knows that I need it. <laughs> I honestly kind of felt a little convicted about it. And then I was like, God, you know, you know what I need because I literally, you know, I was just, I was just meditating on some things. Um, I remember last podcast, I mentioned about how I I felt as if I was right in front of like the Red Sea and I was waiting for the waters to part and I, I felt like chariots behind me. And in my prayer life, I was thinking about that and I, I, went to this scripture, Psalms uh, 56, and let me tell you something, it did something. (laughs) And in Psalms 56, it says, be merciful to me, my God, for my enemies are in hot pursuit. All day long, they press their attack. My adversaries pursue me all day long. In their pride, many are attacking me. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. In God, whose word I praise, in God I trust and am not afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? And I was, I was just reading the scripture and I was talking it, I was speaking it, and I was like, oh, David, you know, he wrote poetry, he wrote music, but it was it, he was giving thanks, he was giving praise to God, but it came out as as music. But it's like this whole this whole chapter, it really, it really was me. <laughs> At that time, I, I was like, I felt this way. And then, so I was just reading the whole thing and it kind of comforted me. But this scripture came to me while I was in prayer. And sometimes, sometimes in when we are praying, you know, God knows us. He knows our hearts. He knows what we need. And so oftentimes we get some things like that, little nuggets, little rhema words. So, and it kind of comfort, comforts us because it makes us feel like we're not alone. And that's why I find in prayer 
even though you're alone and your door is shut and you're in your prayer closet or you're, you're in your room, you're in your, the, the sacred place that you go to, to be one with God in that private moments, even when, you know, you could just be pouring your heart out to God, he will give you something. And it's like a reminder, like someone else has been in a situation that was difficult. Someone else has gone through like something hard and they were comforted with God. They were comforted in, in the knowledge that God would get them through it. And so I I find that in prayer, this can happen. And you can, even though you're all alone, you cannot feel alone. It's like impossible to feel alone because God is just like sitting in the room with you. And oftentimes I just envision, you know, I be, sometimes I pray and I just envision God just looking down on me and I'm like, oh God, I just want to make sure I, I please you on this earth in my time um, because I don't want to, I don't want to not do what I need to do for the kingdom. Um, I don't want to stop my growth by, by not praying. I don't want to, you know, I don't, I don't want anything to interrupt this relationship that we're building. And at the same time, it's like that day-to-day battle is, is present. And it's like, I'm fighting, but I still have to pray. And so even when I'm going through difficult times and I, and I pray, it, it helps me because it's like, it, it kind of centers me back to where I need to be. And so prayer is like that for me. I know we're talking about all kinds of different types of prayers and what we do in prayer and what we need to focus on in prayer and, and our prayer language and all of that. But when I pray, I feel as if I'm not alone. And it's, I feel like just God is with me and it, it makes me feel as if I can do anything, but God is good. And he will always be there for you, even when you're feeling, feeling alone. And that's like my, my comfort because sometimes I felt I was feeling like I was going in for other people. And at one point, I, I feel like a lot of us go through this moment in which we feel like, who's praying for me? Mm-hmm. What about me? Like, who's looking out for me? And sometimes when you're like going in for people and you're praying with all that you are and you're praying that God would act on the things that you feel that he desires for that individual and you just you're just going in and I was... Like sometimes in my prayer life, I'm like, I wish someone is going in for me the way I'm going in for them. And they not, they might not even know that I'm praying like this for them, but I'm praying like this for them because I want the best for them. And sometimes I I, I like wonder, I'm like, God, who's who's praying like this for me? You know? And so at in this season when I was just started praying for myself harder, it was like you know, I got to this point that I just felt, you know, so like I was stripped down and I needed God to to equip me more and I needed God to to strengthen me more because I felt like anytime that I prayed for someone, I felt like my my clothes was being ripped from me and my armor was being ripped from me. And then I would have to put it right back on when I would pray for myself. And it was just like I was being stripped and then I was being like I, clothes was being placed on me and then I was being stripped again. And it was just like this back and forth tug of war feeling that I felt 
And it was just so difficult. And I was in a difficult place mentally. And then when I found myself just praying for my for myself a bit harder, I would get words and and it would comfort me more. Like I would feel more more content in my situation, not content, but like, I would just feel like something has got to change because he wouldn't want me to be this way. And he wouldn't want me to stay in a place of just like, you know, being so down. He wouldn't want me to stay there. He wouldn't want me to bear no fruit. And I think about, you know, in that one scripture in Matthew uh, 21, I think it was verse 18, and it's it's talking about how Jesus cursed the, the fig tree. You know, he was it was early in the morning, and as Jesus was on his way back to the city, he was hungry. And seeing a fig tree by the road, he went up to it but found nothing on it except leaves. Then he said to it, May you never bear fruit again. Immediately the tree withered. And then when the disciples saw this, they were amazed. Like, how did the fig tree wither so quickly? They asked. And Jesus replied, Truly, I tell you, if you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what was done to the fig tree, but you can also say to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and it will be done. And if you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. And I think about that and I'm like, you can receive whatever you ask for in prayer, but if it aligns with God's will. So if if you're praying to, to be stronger, if you're praying to be you know, to align with God's will, wouldn't he want you to bear fruit? Like, wouldn't he want you to, to succeed? Um, and so I, I think about that. And so anyway, I, I kind of, I'm ranting a little bit, but I just, I just uh, noticed that in my prayer life, I have been focusing a bit more. And when you had said that, Skaya, um, I was thinking about that too. I was like, yeah, I felt that way. <laughs> I felt that way. And it, it was, it was difficult and it still is difficult, but I know things will get better, but sometimes, you know, just God knows what to send you and um, to reassure you and to just make you feel um, like yourself. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. When, when you were talking about feeling like um, you're praying for everyone else, but who's praying for me? I feel like we've all had these moments where we feel mm-hmm. like this. Um, this happened a while back. I, I do believe I, I told Myra about it. Um, this is a while back where I was just, you know, I would go into prayer and I'd just be warring for people. And I felt at the time, and I was working at, at this time, literally on the clock, and these thoughts just came into me, into my mind. And I'm just like, Lord, like I'm always praying, you know, praying for more and for other people. And I just feel like I was just, my energy was going into like fighting for these people, you know? And I was just thinking like, Lord, who's praying for me, you know? And I just kind of like broke down. I mean, I wasn't, nobody saw me or anything. I work from home. So anyways, yeah. And I was just like crying out to the Lord, you know? And I'm just like, in my mind, I'm thinking like, am I just, if I'm, am I being a crybaby right now? But this is how I feel. So I'm just going to let God know how I feel right now and mm-hmm. then I believe I had went to sleep that night and God gave me a dream where I was in this dream and um, I was at this place and all of a sudden um, people started coming up to me like this 
little child came up to me and this child began to pray for me in the dream. And then after that, other people started to come up to me and pray for me in my dream. And when I woke up, I was like, so grateful because sometimes we don't see people or know that people are praying for us, but you never know because God will put your name on the hearts of men and they would pray for you. And I know for a fact that God has put people's names on my heart and I've prayed for them um, mm-hmm. during my private time. And not e- only that, like I've been into like restaurants or to uh, stores and people that I've never spoken to or even seen before, God will place a prayer for the for me to pray for this person that I've never met. And if God is doing that for me, letting me know like, hey, this person needs prayer and giving me specific prayer to pray for this person, you ha- you have to know that God is doing the same thing for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mara, it was something that you said um, um, about when you're going through like these things and stuff and you're praying and it, um, and I was just thinking like, sometimes we can't, you know, pray certain things away because that might be the season that God has us in for growth, for, um, to reveal something about ourselves, um, to get rid of something within ourselves that's not conducive to his will and is not of his character. And so sometimes we go through seasons in which we, all we can do is just pray through it and we can't mm-hmm. God, um, work on our behalf any faster. We can't make it stop. Um, We can't pray it away. Sometimes we just have to pray through it um, and allow God to just help us, give us strength, give us peace, give us wisdom through that particular season. And I just think about that because um, there's just so um, many times in my life in which, you know, I'm like, okay, God, I'm going to do your will, and I got to pray through it. And prayer is just so, it's so important. Even if nothing is happening, changing in that particular season, sometimes you still just need to be, make sure you're being consistent and praying continuously. We're supposed to pray continuously. And so Mm -hmm. um, don't stop praying. Even if you don't see anything changing, continue to hope for what you don't yet see, continue to believe God for those things. And um, I'll just think about like uh, my husband and I, and um, I mean, God knows our story. My pastors know a little bit of our story. And it's just interesting because um, during those seasons, it's, it's challenging, but prayer is what helped us get through. Prayer is what continue to keep us close and strengthen us. Um, we got married young, you know, and, um, we believe that it was the right time, even though, um, so, so many people did not, but we believe it was the right time. And so we got married and, um, I'm so glad that uh, my pastors were just really, really helpful to this young couple, you know, we're all in college. And, um, I was just thinking about, right before we had to go back to our hometown, our home city. I mean, I might share a little bit more about our journey another time, but right before we had to go back to our home city, um, 
I knew that we were going to have to leave um, the current town we were in, but we liked that town. We had gotten established, like <laughs> we had gotten established and uprooted, established and uprooted. And my pastor was like, oh my goodness, you know, <laughs> like what y'all have been through. <laughs> Uh, that God is faithful. And so like we got established and we're in this, this place of stability and comfort. And, um, and I was like, well, we're going to have to leave soon. God gave me a timeline. And I was like, we're going to have to leave soon. We're going to have to go back to our hometown. You know, uh, he had given me the whole timeline at the beginning of the year. So I, I knew that it was the order in which things would happen, but I didn't know the exact time in which things would happen. I had mm-hmm. an idea though. And so I was like, we're going to have to go back um, to our hometown. And uh, yeah, and so then I quit my job and I was feeling pulled to quit my job. It, it wasn't like, you know, it's just all of a sudden I started feeling pulled to quit my job. All of a sudden, it just, things just started changing and I was fighting because I wanted to keep my job. I wanted to stay where I was. And mm-hmm. um, my husband, you know, then my husband, he ended up getting a second job because we're like, you know, and I was still looking for other work, even though I knew that timeline was coming, you know, and we wanted to stay where we were. So we were praying like, Lord, please open, stay here. You know, <laughs> we're doing that stuff. But God was like, nope, I'm pulling you away. You know, but we we didn't want to hear all of that. We just wanted to stay there. <laughs> and so like my husband got two jobs and they were just putting a lot of strain on him. I'm, I'm applying to thousands of jobs. Like when I looked at the amount of jobs I applied to, it was in the thousands. And wow. I, was like, I was like, Lord, like... <laughs> I was like, Jesus, please, you know, and, um, and so it was just a lot uh, for my husband, you know, to take on those two jobs, but that wasn't his will, and I, it's so funny, because I remember um, he applied to one job, it was like a, a managerial position at like Olive Garden, he applied to that job, and it was decent pay, you know, he was finishing up his degree, I had already graduated, but he was finishing mm-hmm. up his degree, and so it was a managerial position, and it paid decent, like, that would have been good for both of us, I wouldn't even have to work, he could have just, you know, how much it paid, and we could have con- continued to stay at the apartment that we were, and um, mm-hmm. it's just funny, and so he ended up quitting, because he was getting pulled to quit that other job, but he applied to that Olive Garden position, and they, he, I think he ended up doing the interview, and they accepted the position, but we didn't find out until we had, after we had left, because we were not ever meant to stay there. Wow. Even though we fought, we fought so Mm -hmm. much to stay there, and it was like, no excuses. Right, exactly, (laughs) and we prayed so much to stay there. We, I mean, God told us to leave and we, we were not doing it, um, uh, being completely transparent. So we got a hotel <laughs> when we left our apartment and then we put our stuff in storage and we got a hotel. We were like, we're going to stay here. We're going to figure this out. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it was just like, God was like, no, it's time to go. And so it's because of prayer that we were able to withstand everything that mm. we've been through. And um, it's because of prayer that um, we maintain our sanity even when we got Listen. planted and uprooted and planted and uprooted. 
So prayer yeah. is so important. I couldn't pray. We couldn't pray that season away. We couldn't pray mm -hmm. for things to change. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we couldn't make things happen sooner. They were going to happen when God allowed them to happen. But yeah. We never stop praying. Uh, I definitely <laughs> understand yes. what you mean. <laughs> Come on. Come Some on. Some seasons you just can't pray away. But you know what? It's the proving and the testing that during that season when we feel like this is a lot that's happening, but you continue to pray and you continue continue to believe in God is the proving that God really wants to see in order to really bless you because he don't want no punks in his kingdom. We got to be able to <laughs> withstand some things. I'm just well, saying. We over here, we spiritual gangsters. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, but it's like, yeah, we have to withstand the proving and the testing in order to actually be able to receive blessings because if you if you had not gone through anything and you are always being showered with things, you don't really I would say you don't really appreciate them sometimes, you know, when and I was just thinking about the season of my life when I was not I was not praying like I was supposed to be. I was not doing what I was supposed to do. I know that I was in, in enemy's camp at this point, you know, and thinking about that. And it was like, I always had things that got things fast when I was in the enemy's camp because the devil will bless you too, you know? So you have to be careful what, what you're receiving as well. And just because something seems like it's good doesn't mean it's always good. Mm -hmm. So I was, I always had these things and I was always getting things, but slowly by slowly by slowly, I came to realization that I was dying. You know, there was parts of me that I did not recognize. And it was like, I was dying in this enemy's camp. And when I really realized that that's when I my heart began out to cry, cry out for God because I did not recognize myself any longer. Mm -hmm. Like I did, like I used to give people the benefit of the doubt. You know, if something happened, it's like, oh, whatever. The benefit of the doubt, they didn't, probably didn't have this kind of intent or whatever. And then being in the enemy's camp for so long and seeing how people move. And I'm like, I'm a people watcher. I like to watch people and see how they move, like their motives and things like that. Mm -hmm. So being in an enemy's camp for so long and seeing this, and obviously I'm in the enemy's camp, so I'm always going to see the the bad things <laughs> because I'm I'm not supposed to be there in the first place. So mm -hmm. I'm seeing all these things, and they begin to to change me in a way. Like I wasn't giving people the benefit of the doubt, and I was just looking at the bad in everybody, you know. And I began to change as a person as well, being there for so long. And I think that we have to realize. Um, Sometimes I forgot where I was going with this. It's <laughs> <laughs> happened to me multiple times. <laughs> yeah, so I, we have to realize sometimes when we're looking at other people and we're like, well, they always getting this and this, that, and that, whatever, and I'm over here struggling and all this stuff. And they're, 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 they might not be a believer in the first place sometimes. And you're looking like, oh, I'm looking at their life and they do this and this and this and I'm doing this and I'm doing this. That's why we shouldn't watch people. 
because it would have looked like, oh, she's getting all these things. And uh, clearly I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. So it could really make you look at things like, well, why am I even, you know, doing this? I'm trying to be good. And this person over here acting up and they still getting stuff. But you don't Mm -hmm. really know when these people are receiving these things, what is actually happening to them in the first place. Because I know for a fact that I was dying, but it looked like on the outside, oh, she'd get everything she want and everything like that. But it's not the truth. I wanted to say, because even when I was saying like I was in the enemy camp and I began to change, one of the things that happened to me, I began to develop an addiction to alcohol, being Mm. in the enemy's camp and calling it social drinking. But if I was always out socializing and drinking for hours at a time, multiple drinks, girl, you got a problem, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So basically that's what happened to me. And I'm, I'm just so grateful that God delivered me. And when I think about all the God, all the things that God pulled me out of, even if he didn't bless me, like if he does nothing else for me, I'm grateful because I know where he brought, he took me from. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. And I'm sure that you were, you were praying, you know, I'm sure God was communicating you and guiding you. And that's the main reason why we were talking about this because every season is different for everybody. As you can hear, <laughs> every season is different for everybody. Never compare yourself to other people, but it's so important that you continue to pray. Um, it's so important that you continue to pray. And I know sometimes, some days you you feel like, oh, I don't even feel like praying today. And those are the best times to pray. Well, listen. <laughs> Let's go ahead and um conclude the podcast. Uh did y'all want to say anything else? I mean to say the blessing. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you. May he give you uh peace. May he be gracious to you. Uh, may he bless you mentally, physically, financially, spiritually. Amen. 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 And remember, kingdom, that we are the salt of the earth. So stay salty. Stay Stay salty. salty. Until next time, we love you.